live around the world, this is Paper Cuts with Brad and Jay. We'll just get this out of the way here. Thanks for joining us on Brad's show. Yeah, thanks for coming to my show. You I did not say shenanigans. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you drinking already? No, I've just got water. Just got water. <laughs> Always looking smooth, aren't you? Yeah, I, I do. It. I try to clean up for the show. Look, one of us has to. Come on. Tonight, it's a cover reveal party and an author chat. We are live. And just for the record, Brad, I made that intro that we use yeah. every show. Uh-huh. So shut the hell up. Okay. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome Jay, to... Jay's one contribution. I'm just... <laughs> And that's the end of the show, guys. All right, it's been a great run. How long have you been doing this? Two or three years now? I don't know. It's like a year and a half. How the hell is it? Only a year and a half, really? I think it'll be two in June, I My think. God, you just sucked the life out of here, man. It just feels like <laughs> you've got You've got a lot grayer since we started this. I I'll have. I know, I have. All right, shut up now. Welcome <laughs> to uh, the world's most favoritist show. Is that a word? God, I don't know. Jay. We have three writers on the show tonight, and I use the word favoritist. I don't know. Welcome to Paper Cuts, everyone. Welcome. It's Friday evening. Uh, We have three people, which makes me very nervous. See? (laughs) Holly Ray Garcia, Rebecca Rowland, and Douglas Ford. By the way, Douglas Ford, the first time you've been on the show. We apologize. Uh, apologize I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's going on? Do I get a special prize for this? Yeah. You're getting broken into the whole procedure here. Uh, Brad, what's going on tonight? We have a, a cover reveal tonight. Cover reveal and an author chat and a game. I'm so pumped for the game because whoever made the intro just did a fantastic job. <laughs> and I just found Pat, out about the game two minutes before the show Pat started. The so. on the back. Yeah, we, we got uh, Holly Ray Garcia's in the chat. She's pretty cool. <laughs> Wait, is this? How much have you had to drink, Brad? Jay is in the chat. <laughs> I, I am. All right. And that's it. All right, great. Oh, so. Ryan. So Ryan is actually working in another state right now. He'll be back tomorrow. So is he at, like the, at the sports bar again, like he was last time when you were on watching are you, everybody? Are, are you jealous? No, are you jealous? He's called me beautiful. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, he's called me beautiful. Calling me beautiful. Are you jealous I think about he's that? Talking to you, Jay. Yeah. I know. It, it's the gray. It's, it's the, the gray. You look distinguished. It's the, the the wisdom. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, Brad? What are we doing? Why do we have so many people looking at us right now? We're doing a cover reveal for right, the right. Table for Three, a food shortage horror anthology, which is really fun. It was cool. Which is really, I mean, we're re- really honored when people uh, reach out to us to do cover reveals. Um, but people who listen to us exclusively on the podcast audio version, it doesn't go over too well with them. <laughs> <laughs> They can just they can imagine it. Actually, yeah. those get some replay. I guess they look at the cover and they just want to hear what we're talking about. Maybe <laughs> they, they want to see the cover and they don't want to look at this anymore. And that's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. So um, we've already kind of ticked off Rebecca. I think she's giving us that look. Like, gosh, what <laughs> I, I could be watching. I could be watching like Andy Griffith show something tonight. Right now, she's tired. She's thinking about chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal raisin cookies and just watching them crumble, just like the <laughs> show's going to do. Because mm-hmm. that's the way. The cookie never lost. She's she's gonna lose it. Look at her. <laughs> okay, well we'll be serious. So Holly, you edited this anthology. Was this your well, was this okay, your baby? What is this anthology first, Brad? Come on. Yeah, let's let's explain it. What's table okay. for three, Holly? Let, let people know that don't know. <clears throat> okay, so it's a 
it's it's an anthology. It, there's just three authors, and they we each wrote a novella. Um, I think mine's technically more in a novelette around the horrors of food shortages mm-hmm. because it's a very real issue right now and in the future um, coming. So we wanted to sort of address that in in a way that horror writers do best. And the all the proceeds are going to go towards the Houston Food Bank. Um, I have an asterisk where <laughs> I have to say they do not condone anything within this book. Yeah. And Don't if you need stuff. help, yeah. go to their website. I, I condone everything in the book. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything in my story is good. <laughs> and the, I do have the link to their website down. It should be down in the description for people to check out. Awesome. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it was actually Ryan's idea. He was supposed to be the fourth and then work caught up with them. So we, we kicked him out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he got busy. Um, so we sort of took it. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it's it's weird. Um, it's one of those things that's just sort of like you work on in the background of things. And it's all hitting me today how real <laughs> it is and how cool it is. Uh, like, I I was on a, a podcast um, a couple years ago. And they asked me who my dream team was to work with. And I said these two authors. They thought I would say like Stephen King or like, you know, I was like, no, I love these guys. And so it's kind of, it's really cool. It's, uh, it's just, it's, it's been a kind of a long time coming to do something like this together. Um, mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of fun and it's just starting. So I'm excited. How much, how much did you have to blackmail these two to get them to join in? A lot. I have pictures. Okay. <laughs> How did you get connected with the uh, Houston Food Bank? Did, that, did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? or what was So interesting story. I actually reached out to a, a food bank a little closer to myself um, right on the coast. And they said, no, thank you. Uh, they did not really? be associated in any way with anything like this. Um, it was not family friendly and goodbye. Thank you. Uh, I, can see, I can see that. Yeah. 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 So the Houston Food Bank, I went back and forth with their PR person for about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very excited, um, and happy about it and except like they had never had a request like this. And she said, but you know, there are some concerns which are completely valid. They wanted to make sure that we handled it respectfully and weren't, mm-hmm. you know, talking shit about anyone who goes to these types of food banks or, uh, she said, basically they wanted to make sure that they didn't look like they were condoning, say, if there was cannibalism in the story. Yeah. Or um, stealing, oh, really? or whatever, saying like people should do this to get food, um, and and I I understand that, right? That's why we have the little asterisk, and I did not put their name on the book cover for that reason. It just mm-hmm. says local food bank, um, but it is definitely going to the Houston food bank. I just can't really put that on a lot of stuff, right? I mean, I I, I could see, uh, you know not really their, their demands up front, but like what they don't want to be associated with, not to dive too far into what my profession is, but food banks are kind of involved with the government side that I deal with. So that's why I was really interested into the actual anthology of it. Cause I, I've worked with a lot around here in Columbus and they are very like family oriented and yeah. making sure that the kids are taken care of first and, and make sure nobody goes hungry. And on my side of things, we make sure they get that assistance to go to these places, you know? So hmm. yeah, that's why it just really like struck me. And it was really cool to see that an actual food bank close to you is willing to, you know, bring this into them and it's horror, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I just wanted to know how those two things clash come together. So Yeah. And, 
And I, I think it helped too that Bev Vincent um, blurbed the book early and mm -hmm. he's pretty big um, in the horror community and he lives in Houston. Um, so hopefully they see that this could help them. This could, I mean, you know, we're not going to break records, but what a, every little bit helps. So. You might break records, Holly. You are the queen of paper cuts. Oh my god, I that. <laughs> that is that is right. Yeah, you're. She hates that so like... much. I hate it. <laughs> it's almost two thousand views. You're by far the the most viewed on the show. We should be like weird. we should be advertising that more. I forgot she was the leader on that. She's the queen. Just, we have to bow down every time she comes on. Yeah, just sign everything. Collie Ray Garcia, Queen of Paper Cuts. We're like, what is paper cuts? Know, what are you, you talking know, about? I just, I think it's because I have an enormous family, and they all watched it. So that's, <laughs> that's great. They just kept it on loop. And <laughs> probably. It was all those people at the bar your husband was at last time. All the TVs <laughs> with each one account. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca, oh, Doug, how did you guys like when you were approached with this from Holly? How how did you take it? How did you like decide what you were going to do? I guess I guess that's yeah, that's right, right, right. How like how did you approach your story, your contribution to this anthology? Go ahead, Doug. You first. <laughs> um, well, um, I I accepted the bribe that Holly gave me. Mm -hmm. And um it's a good start. I yeah. Um so coupons. No. <laughs> you know, and my awareness had been there about um, you know, somebody who's being food challenged. I work at a a state college where we have a you know we have a food bank we have a food forest and we have a number of students who are you know who are you know in, in a situation that they don't want to be in a lot of times so um i already had some degree of awareness of this issue and, it, and it's this has increased it quite a bit mm -hmm. in terms of the story um i try not to be too on the nose about what the the um the issue is um, I, I worked off of a name. I, around the same time that, that Holly brought this up, um, we, we had a family, we were at a family gathering or something and, and a, a family member brought up this, this apocryphal person in, in the, the, somewhere in the distant past that wasn't related to us, but whose name was, um, Pinky Randall mm -hmm. and how Pinky Randall, um, was the richest person in this town and how he um he if if he came a calling on a young lady he never required the parents never required them to have a chaperone because he was the richest man in town and he had apparently some somebody in our family he named his prize pig after her after his date <laughs> and that was apparently a great honor you know and so it sounds like it I wrote, I ran to the bedroom, wrote down this name, wrote down a few notes. And then Holly had this idea. And, and I thought, how do I, how do I make this about Pinky Randall? And then, <laughs> so it started with a name. That's how I got going on. it. Nice. Rebecca was listening to the um, 80 station on Sirius XM radio. I mean, I feel like that's, that's just a given Jay. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Not just for this story. Um, I actually have a very similar situation to Doug. I, I teach in a very large urban high school where more than 85% of the kids live be, uh, below the poverty level. So it's, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, food scarcity is, it's, it's very real. 
it's very real. We see it all the time right. um, at my school. And so when Holly brought it up, um, especially when she was thinking of a summertime release, I thought that's perfect because, you know, a lot of my kids get their breakfast and lunch um, because school's in session. But once school's not in session, you know, they're up the creek. So, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm grateful that she thought of this. Um, I'm also really grateful that she asked me to this project because I, I'm going to bring it down a little bit um, <laughs> and tell you that I actually had just a complete writer's block um, for the last, I would say, eight months. And it's been really, really difficult for me to write stories, the stories that have come out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, people who read my things have have been very honest and have said, like, it's fine, but it's not you're not on your game. And I think I was at the point where I thought maybe I'll just be an editor, you know, for the rest of my career. I, I think that maybe I've just had my run. And for Holly to invite me to this, I thought her being, you know, one of my closest friends, you know, she and Doug, I thought I, I can't, I can't let them down. And it really just forced me to get back on the horse and uh -huh. write. And um, I think I did okay. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed I really, the story. That's, well, that's, I honestly, I have Polly to thank because I don't think that I would have gotten off my ass and, and written without it. So, so thank you, Holly. Wow. Thanks, wow. Holly. Thank you. <laughs> and, wow. you know, when Holly's, you know, Holly said that nice thing about how she wanted, you know, we were the people she wanted to work with. It, I think it's pretty mutual amongst the three of us that we all really hold each other in really super high regard. And we're, we're not only friends, but these, these are, these are two of the best writers I know. And I just, I'm excited for this. I can't wait for people to read this. So yeah, I mean, what you're saying really is good. we might as well start right now. There's going to be several anthologies in the future, just you three, right? Like a whole, like a whole <laughs> series. I'm not against it. <laughs> I will say one thing I enjoyed, even though it's, you know, the same theme through all the stories, each story felt different. They didn't feel like you all were repeating the same beats. You know, Holly's is just gross. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's yeah. is definitely the grossest one. Doug's yeah. is like this, you know, has this like mysticism, mythical thing to it. And Rebecca's almost felt like apocalyptic in a way. Like yours, Rebecca, I think it took place, what, 90, 1995 or so? Yeah, 95, 96, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it felt like it could happen tomorrow, like in what's going on today. So yours is like an apocalyptic vibe. I enjoyed all of them. For different reasons and like i said i feel like it could have been easy for them to all feel the same since the theme is mm -hmm. like that but you all did a great job of making them very um different from each other good good was that something was you telling... did you like give them notes like you know this is what mine is try to make yours you know something different or did you just let had... them write what they wrote or yeah we had like a list in the beginning of things that like ryan wanted to write and that i wanted to write and that they were thinking of so we, so we could make sure it wouldn't overlap. Mm -hmm. I didn't stick to mine. Um, <laughs> mine, it was going to be sort of reality TV show. And okay. every time I sat down, it veered towards Hunger Games every single time. And I couldn't get away from that in my head. So I had to had to do something else. But um, I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, I grossed myself out a lot. I recommend <laughs> not eating when you read this story. <laughs> 
she was messaging me on stuff. Twitter. She's like, it's pretty gross. I was like, no, I'm good. You know, stuff doesn't bother me. And I got the one part. I was like, Holly, this is gross. <laughs> 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 yeah. I warned you, Brad. You did like the um, one thing that I like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> but I, I, I told Brad, I said, um, I, I love that it's Doug and Rebecca's stories are so representative of them. Um, mm-hmm. Like Doug's does have this mystical, almost dreamlike portions and fantastical elements. Um, and like someone's high, like, <laughs> and I love that. And then Rebecca's is this smart, like sci-fi angle um, that to me is sort of an underlying theme in a lot of her stuff is just very smart. Um, so it's, you so I, love smart. It. I love their stories. <laughs> I've already, I've already had a chance to gross. read. I've already had a chance to read Rebecca's. I will say, so I haven't got to Holly's and Doug's yet. I will. Like you started at the end. We well, know who your favorite is, Jay. Goodness gracious! <laughs> hey, yeah, well, when, when does the book come out? I I, I got time to read it. <laughs> June second. Okay, so <laughs> I yeah, I had to Jay, pick one. Jay picking favorites. Read. I read them well, in order. Okay, like a so poor upper person. I, I got you. Yeah, right. But the, the title of Rebecca's <laughs> stuck out to me. And, okay. And, yeah. So that's, I, <laughs> yeah. I'll let that slide, Jay. I'll let it slide. I, so yeah. I, I just kind of gravitated towards that one. I'm. I'll read the other ones. Brad, shut up. <laughs> you know, Holly. Holly's heavy metal. Rebecca's punk. And I don't know. I'm banjo music or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, Steve Martin. Doug, <laughs> <laughs> you, Steve Martin's the only banjo music? player I know. I, I mean, <laughs> Doug, was yours in Texas or was it set somewhere else? Um, you know, that's a good question. Um, so I normally set everything in Florida. I mean, okay. so, and um, I, I would say it's somewhere in the Midwest. I, when I was writing this, I didn't have a definite place for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a little bit outside my wheelhouse um, mm. in terms of setting. For me, I just imagine Texas. I don't know why. I guess because Holly's from Texas and it's going to the Houston Food Bank. I apologize. Ronald Malfi just corrected me. Kermit plays banjo too. So Steve Martin and Kermit, those are the two banjo players I know. So thanks. He would know. He's in the band, so he would definitely yes. know. Yes. Yeah. That's funny. So, so uh, Holly, what was it like? Because this is your first time editing anything like this, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Very first time. Um daunting definitely uh especially uh, rebecca's an amazing editor and she's done some kick-ass anthologies so it it felt like like i'm the kid you know on the playground and she's like the high school senior over here and uh (laughs) but yeah she's so good at it but uh they made it easy um their stories were so good and so clean to start with um yeah it I don't know. I was going to ask you if you picked the master's brain down there because she's got what? How many anthologies do you have, Rebecca? Like twenty by now, so. Fifty. I don't know. She's lost goodness track. gracious. She's seven. Lost track. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty or seven? One. Yeah. So, did you give much input to Holly about how to go about it or anything? Or no, I didn't. I didn't. Holly got. She has this. I don't, I don't know what she. I don't know what the hell she's talking about. But uh, she. She had it. She had it. She has everything under control. I mean, I, I never it, had a doubt. So it, it helps that we're so close, all three of us. Um, we we've been online friends, and we met in person at last year's AuthorCon uh, for Scares That Care charity in Virginia. I couldn't mm-hmm. make this year. Um, so sad about that, but it just wrapped up this year's, and th- they were at it. Um, but 
it, it helps that we all know each other. Um, we can speak freely and honestly, and we work well together, I think. So you, you didn't have to crack that. the whip and say, you need to change this. This is awful. <laughs> okay. No, nothing. I loved everything about both stories. Nothing was changed. Um, no. Well, did each one of you accomplish what you wanted in each story? I mean, you might have approached it one way, but did you find yourself changing things as you got halfway through to make certain points or how did the outcome come for each of you? I had, go ahead. Anyone go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I had a vague idea of where it's going, but I'm, I'm kind of, that's everything I write. I have a kind of a rough idea of where we're headed and mm -hmm. it kind of sort of ended up in that place, but sort of didn't, <laughs> which is about the vaguest answer I could think of right now. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of, just that's that's me that's how it usually that's how the process usually works for me though mm -hmm. well yeah. holly just had a completely different idea so at least you stuck with the same theme i will say that i think it's it's long been an overlooked source of protein the uh <laughs> cats and dogs from spcas um you're just throwing away food why why are you throwing away food <laughs> other other you know cultures eat dogs it's not a big deal um i i don't know not a I big think, deal oh, i have pet dogs Stop. i love them but i would eat Jay's them if done. i had to i'm done i'm okay <laughs> it's not a big deal but you, eat dogs it's not a big deal food. <laughs> where did you and where did your like, idea come from holly because i know you i think yours is going to upset the most people <laughs> With, with the dead animals. How how um, upset am I going to be reading this, Brett? You know me. You know how I'm well, with animals. How how upset am I going to be reading this? She doesn't kill any animals on screen. They're already dead. Don't. Okay. They're humanely um, euthanized. They're euthanized. Okay. So and not, the, and it, off screen, like you said. It's just the, cadaver, it's just the cadavers. There are boundaries. <laughs> so there's no like sad little puppy and, you know, they bludgeon it to death or anything. There's there no is that. a sad little puppy that I did change the... I, I don't want to give. Spoilers. Don't give it away. But no, the idea is, um, like I said, it's it's always been something that I feel like has been um, a waste. Mm -hmm. There's there's absolutely no physical reason that we can't use that as a food source. Um, and people are starving. Why are we throwing away perfectly good meat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm mostly vegetarian or pescatarian. I eat a lot of seafood, um, so. But if I had to, I would eat whatever I could could get my hands on. I mean, I think we joked about that on uh, my review for Chad Lutzi's book, Cannibal Creator. I said something in the video like, "Would you be a cannibal <laughs> if you had to?" And Collie was like, "Hell yeah!" I went down in the comments. In a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. I, I I kind of feel like I'd be a cannibal before doing the animals. Really? Like, before doing dogs? I would yeah. totally eat a dog before I'd eat a person. I don't know. I, oh yeah. I, I have some enemies out there, so I'd probably go with them first. <laughs> we we joke here that um, we have five, right? And one, the, our oldest, is pretty decrepit. Um, she's here beside me. Uh, she's severely overweight, so we joke that she'd feed a lot of people if we had to. <laughs> she's old, though, but maybe a little tough. <laughs> I think she can hear you right now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rebecca, I make sure she doesn't would... see you sleeping because she's going <laughs> to... Go for the jugular now. Just <laughs> Rebecca and Doug, would you all eat cats or dogs if you had to? 
No, I would eat a person first. Perfectly honest with you. I, I love it. I just said that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, excuse me. So, so I don't know why I'm losing my voice all of a sudden. I I didn't work all day. Apparently, I just not speaking all day. I oh. I lose my voice. I would definitely eat. I mean, we. So Holly and Doug and I were on a panel, uh, in Florida, actually in the fall, um, and we got to choose like who, if we had to eat someone, who would it be? And. Um, and and uh, Doug, did you want to share yours or? Mine only makes sense after yours. Okay, well I've changed mine, so um, <clears throat> it was originally going to be Chris Pine because <laughs> I really thought this through because okay. um, he and I'm vegetarian. I, I just want to make that really clear, but um, he doesn't appear to have any work done, and I don't want any chemicals in my food. And he okay. also kind of has this kind of sheen, this constant sort of sweaty glow to him, which means he would be very moist. Um, but I've since changed my my answer, as Doug knows. But go ahead, Doug. In, in retort, it was. Well, she, she made me hungry for William Shatner. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know he's aged, you know, the aged meat. I, yeah. you know. He's like a fine yeah, that, wine. That, really. that dry aged meat's good. <laughs> he's been fermenting and, you know. <laughs> That's, I think mine was, I forget the guy's name. It was the the tallest person, the world record for the tall. Because, I mean, if you're going to eat somebody, make it, you know, last. Make it yeah. last. Make always it looking at her. Meal like here. She's very pragmatic. <laughs> she is. I mean, if you're going to do it. So, I mean, would, would, would we go for, like, somebody very athletic? How would that, would it be tender meat or would it be too hard because it'd be it'd muscle? It'd be too hard. You think so? You want you want that like wagyu cow beef that just sits there and does nothing. <laughs> yeah. All that. yeah. You so you want like one of those video game streamers that doesn't do anything or right. something like that. Right. No, no. Or like like those YouTubers. Oh. Yeah, those those booktubers. You eat those guys. <laughs> Rebecca, did you see what Ronald said? He said you you would eat a person if trapped in the elevator for twenty minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah, I get cranky if I if I'm hungry. <laughs> so so don't ride that elevator with me. I guess that's uh, the moral. Oh my mom. So who, so who did you change your person to? Who would you eat now, Rebecca? Oh, Mads Mickelson, hands down. I don't know why I didn't choose him in the first place. He is Hannibal Lecter after all. So yeah, so be very meta. Very meta. <laughs> so you'd be technically eating everyone that he ate. Yeah. Dang. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to change my answer to Anthony Hopkins. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, the original. Yeah, still aged. I, I changed my answer to these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, what's his name from Dracula? Where he, has, he eats whatever that they've eaten. Mm -hmm. What's his name? I'm feeling stupid now. Which, which, which what, Bela Lugosi? Which, which Dracula? It's been oh. no, no, like, <laughs> Just a, Dracula's little henchman guy. What's his name? Renfield. Renfield. Yes. Yeah. Renfield. So you eat the souls of everything that he's eaten. Yeah. Real, real quick, this this segment brought to you by Spam. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> hey, don't knock Spam. I really like Spam. The, spam is like <laughs> eating somebody. It's like cannibalism. I don't hey, like, I don't eat it now, but we definitely good. ate it when we were younger. Like fried Spam sandwiches. I make fried Spam and uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> egg, egg fried rice with Spam in it. Nice. I like Second. Russell's point. Don't forget the fava beans. Hey, Russell. Yes, yeah. the fava beans. <laughs> I think I would Thanks, eat Ronald. a person Redfield, yes. eat spam. So. <laughs> you're missing out. Spam, Vienna sausages. Man, you're missing You're missing the good life. 
All right, so should we go ahead and do the cover reveal since we're we halfway? Do we do it? We're half half hour into this. We're talking about eating people now, so hey, let's do this. It's all for it's all for charity, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll bring it up. Let's see. So this that's is, an awesome piece. cover, right that's there. That's an awesome cover. Look that's at that cover. Perfect. Yeah, I like the minimal style there. Min- minimalistic. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll count now. We'll, we'll reveal in three, two, one. Bam, there we go. Oh, the crowd goes wild. This is a new one that Holly sent me like five minutes before the show started. You're not supposed to tell people that. <laughs> no, she's got a brand new blurb up at the top. Here, let me see if I can zoom in so I can read here. Candace Nola, yeah. More, more than food for thought. Table for three is powerful, provocative, and deeply disturbing. Deeply disturbing. I love deeply. it. Deeply. Deep. Deeply. I like the the grungy diner that's going on in the background. I love it. Thank you. I think it's great. So who who did the who cover? Did the cover? So I did I did the cover, but I had help from someone who would like to remain anonymous um, because they don't want to advertise that they do cover stuff because they're super busy right now. Okay. Um, they added the the blood in there on the the chair for me. So nice. Are they a fellow author that helped you out? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe it was Wayne Finland because he does covers and that looks like his style a little bit. I don't know. I'm not going to say. <laughs> hey, speaking of, well, you can't see, but Wayne, Wayne's a great guy. I know he did your cover for oh, Parachute, I love right? Him, he, yeah, he did Parachute's cover for me. He did a fantastic job. I had tried so hard because I did um, the Easton Falls Massacre cover myself. So I was like, oh, I can tackle Parachute. And I tried so hard for so long. And I talked to Wayne for like, 10 minutes and he comes back with something that's just perfect for it. He, he has a gift. Definitely. I really like that cover. He's a nice guy too. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. I hate that. I missed meeting him at, um, in Virginia this year, but we had some <laughs> kitchen renovations that needed to happen with that budget money instead. So. Hmm. Yeah. He was lovely. He stopped at our tables. He has the most beautiful voice because it's that Scottish oh. accent. Yeah, you know, so I just want him to call talk. me up and talk about whatever. <laughs> just talk about whatever. He he can narrate an audio book for you or something. Oh, hmm. Wonder if he narrates. He could do. Thank he you. could do table for three. <laughs> so you got all your stories in here: the last slaughter by Doug, cat food aptly named by Holly, and Rock of Ages by Rebecca. Nice. Buy it and do some good. Yeah. And so yeah. was that, is that forever? You know, always the proceeds will always go to the, yeah. the food bank. Yeah. We didn't, I didn't put a time limit on it. It's forever. So, um, nice. Yeah. What are the outlets going and, to be to, to sell what's it? What's that? What are the outlets going to be to sell it? Just directly from you? From um, so it'll be, or... it'll be distributed wide through Ingram Spark. So that'll be, um, you know, like libraries and um, Barnes and Noble and bookstores can purchase through Ingram Spark. Um, and then of course, Amazon. Um, but I think Ingram will send to like bookshop, Kobo. There's a whole list of, of things they send to. So pretty much anywhere books are sold, you should be able to get it. Um, I w- had hoped to have a pre-order up for this conversation. It didn't happen. Um, but that should happen in the next week or so. So, and it will be hardback, paperback, and um, ebook 
I don't know about audio. I hate doing audio. <laughs> it's, I don't know if you've ever, so, and Rebecca knows, I don't know if Doug's gone through this, but um, when you do an audiobook, you have to listen to, you know, the person through the whole book and you make one change, one tiny, tiny change on like chapter two. You have to listen to everything all over again. Oh, and you get so sick of your book. <laughs> your book. I haven't done one for parachute yet for this reason. But. And what was the people are asking? What's the release date again? Was it June 2nd? You said uh, June 2nd because June, uh, 2nd. June 3rd is my daughter's 24th birthday. And I can't do it on that day. So. <laughs> She'll get upset. <laughs> no, she won't care. But yeah. Why don't, okay. Why don't each of you just read oh. your own story for the audiobook? Ooh, we could do that. Just, just I mean, Stephen King's read his stuff, his own stuff for audiobooks before. We so. are exactly like Stephen King. Yes, so I, I mean, you are. He tracks. calls us advice all the time. Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> each of you just read or mix it up. Each of you read one of the other ones. Mm. Just go. Oh. Maybe. Mm. I don't like my voice. So maybe. <laughs> maybe so. You can make it really complicated and collab on each story. Oh. And you all are narrating the same story together. There you go. Yeah. Make it super play all the guys and we could play yeah. all the girls. Make it super difficult. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Russell said he'll order it from our local indie bookstore. Thank you. Nice. It's awesome. R Russell's my lunch buddy from KillerCon. Thank you. Yeah. Hope I see oh. you again there, Russell. Yeah, he mentioned that saying, oh, you were lunch buddies. Yeah. Oh, so cool. do you all want to play a game and see if me and Jay can learn some <laughs> more about you guys, if we can figure some stuff out? You got the questions. You probably did some research. I'm totally no, lost. I'm gonna lose. I, there's no way for me to do research on these, Jay. <laughs> no way. Unless I just ask them the answers. All the answers are on the internet. I mean, come on. Yeah. No. Not all of them, I don't think. It's all on they're all in TMZ articles about yeah. yeah. Brad and Jay, I think you should also ask the audience. I think it would be interesting yeah. to see okay. we'll how them, well Matt. people we'll know them. us. All right, Jay, you ready for this just amazing piece of art that's about to happen? It's so bad. I've been playing it up. I've been playing it up, and it's so awful. It's so bad. You ready? Do you have time to make pop? Yes. Who? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Jay loves it. Jay loves that. We're gonna keep that on, and we'll do segments with other people. So we could just keep replaying that throughout the nice. paper cuts. That hurts. Everything I've that done hurts. for this show to make it to where it is now. And I do that. Totally gets wiped out because of that. Brad's always good. bringing you down, Jay. I know. <laughs> I'm the ball. Okay. I'm the old ball and chain for Jay. <laughs> <laughs> the All right, I'll read the questions off. <laughs> and uh, people in the chat, if they want to throw out who they think the answers are as well. Okay, let's do this. I'm, I'm totally okay. winning this. So this is between you know Holly, Rebecca, and Doug, who we think this applies to. So which author once penned obituaries for a living? I'm gonna say I think it's I think it's Doug. Who do you think? Pinned obituaries. Yep, for a living. For a living, not for fun. Not for fun. <laughs> for a living. Everyone does them for fun, for right? For a living. Who has not written their own obituary, right? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna think go that, with. We'll, we'll keep track, Jay. We'll keep score over here. See who wins. Marry you. Holly? You think it's Holly? Yeah. 
What about the, oh, Russell's, Russell's guessing Holly. Steven thinks it's me. Doug. Um, I just look like a dead person. People <laughs> look like, you know. So, so who, who pinned obituaries? Rebecca. Dang, neither one of us got that right. Nice. Everyone got it wrong. A great start here. Now you should have got that because you're her biggest <laughs> fan. You read her story first. You should have got that right. <laughs> I mean, technically, so I was hired. Okay, so when I was out, uh, fresh out of graduate school, I, I, I got my first master's in English, which means I have really no <laughs> job skills whatsoever. <laughs> um, and so a friend of mine got me a job at a uh, big medical school out in Boston in their mm -hmm. alumni publications department. And I was the lowest person on the totem pole. I was the only person without a medical or some sort of biology degree. And mm -hmm. so half my job was just filing and research and the other half was um, reviewing books that alums had, had published. And then when they die, uh, the uh, alums would, you know, their families would send the information and I would write up the obituaries for the alumni newsletter and the other medical school publications. So was an obituary your first published piece or did you post uh, before that? <laughs> it was? Um, my first nonfiction, I think. Yeah, first nonfiction sure. published? Obituary. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, Jay. Number two, who has the most tattoos between these three? I'm going to say Holly. I'm going to say... Russell says... <laughs> Doug. Think Doug? Yeah. Hmm. Are we... What, audience? What about the audience? Audience. Yeah. audience, what do you guys think? Who has the most tattoos? Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca. I have a vote for Rebecca. Two votes for Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is Doug. Douglas. Oh, that's important <laughs> for me. Oh, I'm winning. Did you say Doug? Okay. I said Doug, right? Yeah. Playback. How many, how many tattoos do you have, Doug? Um, I have, well, I was eight, but technically I have nine because I have a, um, I have a cover tattoo. Too. So I had a, I had a ninth I forgot about. Uh, <laughs> he forgot about one. <laughs> forgot about it. He forgot about the prison tat. That's right. <laughs> the one I did myself, you know. <laughs> Carved it in. <laughs> Holly and Rebecca, do you all have tattoos? Yes. I mm -hmm. had six. We were, we were six. in a group chat. Now, who does have too far off. No. He won. <laughs> I only have one. At, Just one? One. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Show them all. No, I can't. Uh, oh, you're playing that, chat. Show I have the, chat. That's for the Patreon exclusive. Visible, yeah. But not, um, nothing else is visible. So maybe, after, maybe after 10 o'clock, he could show them. I mean, Join I, Doug's OnlyFans and you can see yeah. all his tattoos. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Holly has maybe. a really, actually, a really cool one down her arm that's the different. What apertures of the? Oh yeah, is it the moon? The moon and where's stuff. Is that what it is? I don't know where my camera is. Um, <laughs> can't show. But is that do it? You kind of see it. Yeah, I'm a photographer for a day job, and so. Uh, okay. It's camera lens at different apertures, and then the text is from a Handmaid's Tale. It means uh, don't let the bastards grind you down. Nice, Brad. You have Maybe. any? I don't have any. Do you? 
I don't. I plan to get some because uh, <laughs> that was a uh, very delayed answer there, Jay. But, uh, well, <laughs> I came close a couple times, but in in my never mind. We, we won't go into that. I don't. I, I will have, have some. That too. I, don't I will know. have some in my midlife crisis coming up. Uh, you, you haven't got there yet. You got, you got to do it before the skin gets parchment thin. You know? <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. All right, next question. Which author toured a cadaver lab purely out of curiosity? Sure. I'm going to say Holly again. I don't know why I think Holly did all these things. <laughs> <laughs> Who toured a cadaver say. lab purely out of curiosity? You read the story and you were so grossed out, so I do all the I gross am. things now. <laughs> I haven't picked Rebecca yet, so I'm going to go with Rebecca because, I mean, she thought up of you know changing american history to include cannibals so i figured that'd be something oh, she would want to you know <laughs> in her free time but that's what she thinks of so so got a vote for doug and a vote for holly in the chat yeah what do y'all think well, ronald thinks it's rebecca too hmm. Russell said it? he doesn't remember Doug having tattoos. He's got, but he's got one on his hand. <laughs> like covering the whole hand. <laughs> so who likes to go look at dead bodies just on a whim? Rebecca. <laughs> Is that two I'm points for me? That's two points for me. Two points for me. I'm goose egging it right now. <clears throat> I'm a sick person. <laughs> 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 um, no, uh, a faculty member that I worked with uh, also worked at a local college uh, for the graduate nursing program. And, um, and she had a, a, a field trip there and I just hopped along. I have absolutely no reason to be there. I'm an English teacher, <laughs> but I, I went anywhere. And I, I do have to say, um, <laughs> now I'm afraid. <laughs> um, thanks, Stephen. Um, so <laughs> I, since when I tell people this, they often will, will tell me like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about donating my, my body to science. And I can tell you that they were very respectful. Mm -hmm. uh, they cover the, the person's face and their genitals. Um, but you will never, never eat chicken again, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> because I thought to myself, God, I'm so glad I'm a vegetarian because it's, it's, that, I mean, that's why I have to say, I mean, really, I mean, I, I, I'm a pet lover. I, I'm like Jay. I, I really can't deal with animal death. Um, so I would, <laughs> first came to shove, I mean, I feel like chicken person, you know. It's, it's all the same. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. So were, they, were they cutting people open while you were there? Is that why? No, no. But the, okay. the bodies, okay, so they, they're in various stages of um, being sort of cut up. So uh -huh. they had uh, one, a person with their chest cut open where they okay. could take out the lung. Um, I mean, it was interesting. I, I, I find it fascinating. I think that um, as horror writers, I think we need to know anatomy to be able to, mm -hmm. to write believable biological fiction mm -hmm. anyway, so. They say remember. it's a mix between chicken and pork. Is that what we taste like? <laughs> I've been oh. to the. Do they smell like chicken? Um, they did not. They smelled yeah. slightly like formaldehyde or whatever, whatever that chemical is. 
um, that they used because it had been they had been drained. I've been to, I can't remember what the exhibit is called, but I know it travels around where it's just the, the human bodies, but it's all the muscles and the blood vessels yeah. and stuff. I can't remember what it's called, but it was really cool. Mm -hmm. I want to see that. I ate squirrel once. It tastes like <laughs> That's a staple in Texas. No. <laughs> I, I, uh, my ex stepdad ran over a rattlesnake, picked it up, came home and cooked it. I have tastes had like chicken before. Snake. I drew a line. I did not eat the rattlesnake. No. Snake yeah. honestly does kind of taste like chicken. You ate the dog instead. Go ahead. I <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, who has the most mannequins? Hmm. I'm gonna say Holly again because Holly hasn't had one. You yet, picked so Holly on every single one. Well, I'm bound to get Holly one right. Okay. <clears throat> He's playing I'm the Holly odds. again. I'm playing the odds on this one. Is there, there a are no reason, mannequins in the background. Any... Is there a reason that they have these mannequins? I don't know. We we have to discuss this after 10 also? I, think, or... I thought everybody had mannequins. I mean, <laughs> That's my daughter. <laughs> Mom has the most mannequins. So we're going to go with Holly then. You're going to go with Holly? Yeah, I'll go with Holly. Yeah. <laughs> is that like the You're the part of the family now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to it's like a ta table for nine at dinner time. <laughs> people yeah. don't know why. people. And... So what about yes. Trixie? Well, your mom is in here. Oh, oh, mom. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So I'm guessing Holly has the most mannequins. Is that since your family ratted you out? I was going to say twi <laughs> Twist. Doug does. No, but... Twist, yeah, it's Doug. So why all the mannequins? I, I am a mannequin. Yeah. That's the twist. <laughs> That's the twist. <laughs> Um, I don't. Oh my God, Ryan! It's not. She's a performer. She's not a stripper. Um, I don't know why mannequins. I don't know why. So I, I got one at an estate sale. Her name is um, what is her name, Mom? A uh, Ruby. She was from an athletic store, and so she's a thick girl. And then I have um, my mom texts me. She was on a, a road trip and saw a bunch of mannequins on the side of the road, and she's like, Holly. You can get two of them for $35. You want me to buy it? That's a deal. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. So one's on my porch because everyone should have a porch mannequin. Um, and the others, I have two in my office here. I guess I could like move the, uh, so that's Ruby. And okay. that's the other one. She doesn't have a name. Hey, <laughs> no names for her. No. Jim, she has no head, Holly. She has no head. That's Where not are, my fault. Okay. Where are the limbs? <laughs> Things happen, guys. We don't want to talk about it. But if you put a head I on, only, it should walk away. I only have three mannequins, so I feel like that shouldn't really win the, the contest. But. You have three only more than everybody else. Have none. <laughs> <laughs> three more than everyone else Trixie, in the room here. Yeah. Trixie is, is, a, um, is a rat that I bought at the Houston <laughs> Oddities and Curiosity Show. <laughs> um She's a taxidermied rat, and she's a showgirl, so she's a performer. Porch mannequin. Oh, I also have mannequin parts in different places. I have arms coming out of like a pot. On my Apparently, part. because those are limbless right there. So, so maybe you have at least four if you put all the pieces together. No, um, the arms on the porch belong to the one in the corner in here right now, but they went, they broke. So. so you're like the evil kid from Toy Story that rips his toys apart. I didn't break. I didn't do it. I didn't. Well, I didn't realize when we bought Ruby, she's like 
almost six feet tall. She's huge. Oh, Bunny has no Did he really? You know what? We can all collectively blame my mother for my morbid sense of um, humor. So. For people just listening to the podcast, Ronald Malfi in the chat saying, Ted Bundy, quote, oh, I have mannequin parts. (laughs) Do you you run your stories first by the mannequins to see their reaction? What do you do? No. um, They don't, especially the headless ones, they don't really give that much input. (laughs) What's funny is my son was taking college classes and my office he used to do his homework. And um, (laughs) it's like, mom, do we have, can you please at least stop buying mannequins while (laughs) I mean, you use them for pranks, though, right? There's got to be a reason you use them to prank the no, family. No, they're very heavy. Come on, I'm, I'm trying to help. I'm pretty. trying to help you out here, really. I'm trying to help you out. There's got to be a reason for this. They're pretty. They're pretty. I don't know. I don't Actually, know Actually, I do. I do. I guess have a quarter of a mannequin. I've got like the head and the shoulders to do like clay over to like make mask and stuff. So he's up here in the closet somewhere. Um, so, so Russell I guess, said like, he has two mannequin heads in the closet. I think that's. That's more Russell. serial killer. Yeah, I think you're hiding your your problem here, Russell. <laughs> you're just, you're least, judging I'll, something for their mannequins, Holly. <laughs> I'm mannequin least, shaming Russell. Holly's are just out in the open. Russell's hiding his in the closet. It's true. <laughs> All right, next up. <laughs> Who has an advanced scuba certification? I'm going to guess Doug on this one. Even though I want to say in Holly because she lives in Texas and I don't know how close she is to the coast, but I'm going to go somebody else this time. Doug, are you in Florida? You said you're in Florida? Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go with Doug. Good... Only because Doug. Rebecca answered was the answer to two of them. I think Holly was the answer <laughs> to two, right? I think Doug's already on one answer. So I think so. Russell thinks it's Holly. <laughs> Steven thinks it's Doug. I think it's Doug. Jay thinks it's Doug. But I got three Doug's, points already, right? You got three points already. Doug's probably like, I've never swam a day in my life. I know. He's like, I'm afraid of water. I live in Florida, no water for me. <laughs> Doug, you look like Hooper from Jaws. Ho- Hooper from said. Jaws. <laughs> yeah. So Doug, are you the movie. are you the scuba diver, Doug? That's Holly. Dang it. I should have guessed Holly. Out of the water. I don't go in there. There's I should have gone with my gut. You in there. No, no water. <laughs> look, look, they say that. Technically, like if you run into a great white, like that's super rare, and they're more scared of you than you are of them. It's super rare. You're to get hit by lightning. It's the thing you're supposed to punch them in the nose, but I don't I was know say, how, how well that would work underwater. Like I've been in a shark cage before. Um, I was young. I think uh, what was I? Mom, like thirteen. I don't know if she's still in the chat. Um, and that that was kind of fun, but my scuba experience is all um, freshwater lakes here in Texas. Okay. I didn't go offshore because I, shortly after getting my advanced certification, I had my daughter, and you don't really fit in your wetsuit when you're pregnant. So I mean, if, if you get chased by one, you can always hit it with your mannequin. It's rescued a mannequin from a <laughs> <Yeah>. shipwreck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's fun though. It feels like you're flying, especially like you do a lot of night dives for the advanced certification. Oh, I don't and know if I'd like the night dives. Well, and you do deep dive too. And so it's, you go a certain depth and water doesn't filter down. So you don't know what's up or down. You have to follow your bubbles yeah, to no know thanks. how to get up. No, no. And I, it's I'm, such I'm a done. surreal no. feeling. 
I love it. I could just I can just imagine that would make me instantly motion sick, not knowing yeah. which way was up and down. I don't you like know, to go under my swimming pool in the backyard. So <laughs> and it's it's just you I know, get motion ground. really bad. Do you? Yeah. But I I never did uh, but I haven't dove since I mean my daughter's twenty three now, so that tells you anything. <laughs> it's been a while. All right, next up. This was a good one. Who once broke the law? Who once broke into a house with a Pulitzer Prize winning writer? So you broke into the house with the writer with or you broke into the writer's house? Are, yeah. So I think it's they broke into the house with the writer. I already asked that because I was waiting to see which one was going to answer. What's going to answer it? <laughs> Trick them. Who broke into a house with a Pulitzer Prize winning writer? Gonna be like, hmm. Rebecca's going to be like, no, it's somebody that has a prize. No, never mind. <laughs> All of them. It's a trick question. I know. <laughs> all of them. We were all together. <laughs> they all did it together. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Doug again. I don't know why. Because he's only been the answer to one, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's due for it. So. Rebecca. Yeah. Doug. I'll go. I'll Rebecca. go with Doug this time too. Doug. Doug? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Doug. It's me. It's because he's got all those tattoos. That's right. Yeah, I had, I, you know, we, I had, we profiled him because he's tattoo profiled. Yeah, it's, that's why. <laughs> Doug, so, tell the you... story without without revealing the author. Yeah, I can't reveal the name. Okay, so <laughs> it, this was many years ago, and I was, you know, I work at a college, and we had a guest before the the Pulitzer Prize. And um, he was staying. He, he didn't want to pay for a hotel. And um, so I was driving him between campuses. And um, we got to, we were going to the house where he was staying, one of my colleagues. And the door was locked. There's no way to get in. And here's the, the important part of the story is that I live in really red. He's trying to justify it now. So. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, you know, that I... I practice this with the police, right? So I, you know, it, I live in really red Florida and, you know, this person has a much darker complexion than I do. And when we got to the house, it was locked and, you know, across the street, there's Confederate flags hanging like, you know, like the South won the war. And um, this person said, I'll just, you know, let's, let me just, hop over the fence. I think I can go through the porch and um, open up, you know, open up the house. We can get in that way. Very casually. I'm, I'm basically hoisting on my back <laughs> this writer over a fence, looking across the street, waiting for the, looking for faces in the, the, you know, windows, looking to see what's going on. And um, we got in very quickly before the <laughs> sirens could show up and, this, this is the part of the story I can share. That's, that's the story gets a little, you know, worse from there, but I, I can't, I can't, I can't reveal anymore. Doug's so, doing a great job of advertising for his OnlyFans where he can get all this. Yeah, you get to see my tattoos and, and hear about the rest of the story. <laughs> Doug's going to furiously go. Yes, make it that's my life of crime. Life of crime. <laughs> All right, next up, Jay. Which author has a license to carry a firearm? See, I want to say Holly again. I'm, I'm going to say Holly Texas. because she's in Texas. That's, that was kind of, I mean, mm. 
But that might be too obvious, though. Too obvious, too on the nose. I'm going to say Rebecca. Because, because wait, wait a second. Texas doesn't require a, a, a license, do they? I don't know. You have to have... Yeah, you have to have one, and you can carry it, and you can have it in your home and in your car because your car is an extension of your home without a license. But you do have to have a concealed carry to take it out of your car. Because I, I know a lot of states decided to, to. I think Ohio is one of them. And never mind, I don't want to get political. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to go with my gut and say Holly, but also yeah. don't want to pick it up. I go with Rebecca on this one. It's split in the chat. Holly, Holly, Rebecca. I'm going to go Holly since she's a Texan. <clears throat> I think in Tex Texas oh. you have to have a license to not have a gun. Not have right. a gun. <laughs> right. Like you cross the border to give you one, I mean, right? I, I refrain, please. I, I don't want a gun. Yeah. As soon as you cross over to the state, they, they, they give you one right at the line automatically. Yeah. They don't let you in. They, 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 they search your car. If you don't have the required seven minimum, they give you some. It's but your birthright. You come out, you, you're you born, you get a gun with your little hat in the hospital. It, what, what's, bad, what's bad about this? Really, what's bad about this? We have a lot of authors on the show from Texas. And they're going to boycott us now. <laughs> well, they're probably all packing heat too, Jay. It's yeah. all good. But who is it? I think it's I think it's Holly. Jay thinks it's Rebecca. I bet it's Rebecca too. Damn it! Should have gone. Jay, you're, you're good. You're doing good. You got five points. I, I love the fact that not once anybody consider me the gun owner. I broke <laughs> my house. Texans <laughs> do not care. No. <laughs> but you live in Florida, Doug. You should have been yeah. the, the easy second. I live in Massachusetts, for God's sakes. I'm the bluest state in the, in the country. Yeah. Yeah. This one kind of goes along with this. Who's been arrested, Jay? All of them. Oh. I mean, look at this panel. Criminals. <laughs> New life goal. No. <laughs> I stick at this too, Stephen. I'm not getting any of these right. Who's been arrested? Um, so I don't want to profile Doug again because he's got tats. Because that's not fair. <laughs> well, he just did we did we just, uh, figure out if he's got any prison tats or or what? Maybe he didn't. Holly, say. do you have any prison tat? Wait, wait, wait. Holly showed us hers. Doug talked about his. Rebecca's got one tat, and I bet you it's a prison tat. Uh, that's I'll go with Rebecca. No, I, and you. I love that. Hey, <laughs> hey, we're not in this, Ronald. Come on, Jay. We're have not. you been arrested? Have you been arrested before? Or you play the fifth is what you're going to do. <laughs> I've been almost arrested, but I haven't been cuffed up. Um, Doug, that's the end of the story of breaking into the house. <laughs> <laughs> they got arrested. That's a good point. <laughs> Ryan, I don't have a prison tattoo. <laughs> hey, okay, who, who, he says that because all my tattoos are black and gray, and so he jokes that I have prison tattoos because <laughs> they don't have color in prison when they do their tattoos. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Doug. Who who are you picking, Jay? I want Rebecca with her one prison. Rebecca tat. again. Yeah. The, the gun toter getting arrested. <laughs> it's kind of even in the chat. Holly, Rebecca, Doug—they all think every, every, they, all, they all think you've all been arrested. <laughs> we should be, for God's sake. Yeah. The shutters are your prison tats. So, so who's who's the guilty party? Who's been arrested? 
Holly. Holly. I know. Can you pass her away or no? No. That was so disappointing. <laughs> Holly. Holly. Holly, shame on you. Uh, she, okay, she, she, she was a rep at Texas for not having the minimum seven <laughs> guns. She only had six that day. Yeah. Okay, I I was visiting a relative in the county jail, and I won't say who to protect their identity. <laughs> You got arrested in jail. <laughs> so you have to you have to give them your driver's license. And so they come down the aisle. You know, you're sitting in this like long aisle and there's glass between you and the, the people. And they said, uh, are you Holly Mickle? That was my maiden name. And I said, uh, yeah, why? So well, bench warrant, you, don't you? They said, were you aware that you had a warrant out for your arrest? I said, well, would I be here? Would I have given you my ID if I was aware of that fact? I'm turning myself in. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it was for a hot check six years before, and I move a lot. I've moved like 20 something times in my life. And if I had been stopped, like at a traffic stop in the city, it happened, I could have just followed the cop to the police department, paid the fine, and gone. But because I was at county, they had to book me. And <laughs> so I had to get booked. They took my bra. Like, it, it's the dumbest. <laughs> But, so uh, you, is that still on your record? Being yeah. arrested? There, there is a picture um, <laughs> on our county website. <laughs> What's funny is, um, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> Ronald. Just, um, again, for I, the people listening, Ted Bundy. I've got mannequins, and I've also been arrested. <laughs> so I, um, I used to teach Sunday school. I'm, I'm now an atheist, but I used to teach. I used to teach Sunday yeah, school, and I was wearing arrested, a big, right. I was wearing a vacation Bible school t-shirt in the <laughs> arrest photo. Oh no. So, you were no. excommunicated after your after your I had to call the pastor and I was like, yo, um <laughs> I can't make it in the morning for class. <laughs> do you have a mug shot? Can you can we reveal that? I am not showing you my mug shot. I was crying. My Steven's Googling it. Hey, yeah, if you find it, give it to us. You don't know what county I live in, Steven. You, but, you want you want to sell more of these books? Put a, your mugshot <laughs> inside. Do it. He'll rewind yeah, a little bit. He'll get your your maiden name and he'll Google that. <laughs> I was the good one in my family until that point, so they thought it was hilarious <laughs> because um, I and cried. And your mom before. bailed you out. Your mom oh. bailed you out. Mom no, mom. I was with my mom, but I told her go get my purse in your car and pay the fine. But because I back talked the lady, she kept me longer. <laughs> I hey, said, you don't have to treat me like an animal. Clearly, this is my first time. <laughs> is that how Ted Bundy lured people in? <laughs> Look at my Bible school t-shirt. <laughs> and the room was cold, and all the like people coming off of drugs had all the blankets. It, it was not fun. God, the, druggies did, the, the druggies <laughs> didn't share the blankets with you? <laughs> they did not. Very did, you, did you claim your corner when you went in there? No, I was terrified. Honestly, I was terrified. I was a goody giddy. I was terrified. <laughs> and it, I'm shocked that I'm the only one that's been arrested of the five of us. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, 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 just, I just look like criminals. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the stereotypical whore writer. You, you're a right whore. You've been arrested. I, I never, I never answered Bravity. Yeah, creepy mannequins. I just, I just in let your it home. go by. Yeah, Jake pleaded the fifth on that one. Yeah, I. I Here's what here's what's bad. My father worked for the county I live in. 
He was a maintenance guy for like 36 years. And um, some of his buildings were some of the uh, sheriff buildings downtown for maintenance. So, you know, when I got picked up, it was really quick. I got out quick because he was already there fixing stuff. Oh, hey. <laughs> Come on, son. Let's go. Well, what's funny is Ryan used to work in our local prison. Um, he was a sergeant and no, no, that was the prison. Um, he wor- He also worked at county and he was probably working the day I was arrested before we ever met. Um, that probably would have been a conflict of interest. Well, we, we got a surprise for you. This is this is kind of like Maury. Backstage, we have <laughs> the sheriff. Right? You the apparently sheriff. have a bench warrant out for your arrest <laughs> for a different hot check. It just might be a speeding ticket. I don't know, but so. I mean, there's 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 another lesson we can glean from this: is not to accept checks from Holly. That's know? right. <laughs> it's a good thing this is a, you know a charity what? anthology. <laughs> You know what my lesson is? Never to visit anyone in prison. Exactly. <laughs> the, Houston, the Houston Food Bank will make sure that they get their checks. Hopefully they don't bounce. Look, look, in my defense, this was it was a hot check for an oil change for $20. So that's how long ago it was when oil changes were only $20. Wow. 20 bucks. And people were writing checks 20. for them. I yeah, mean, yeah. really. Yeah. They had like the old beach. <laughs> the little thing. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. I mean, all right, Jay, I got to catch up. You're going to win this. I'm going to run out of questions. How many do I have? You've got five. I've got two. I, I'm dominating. Who was used? This is a good question. Who was used as a character witness when a tattoo model was arrested for assault in a convention? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> Who was used as a character witness when a tattoo model was arrested for assault at a convention? So, so the tattoo model assaulted somebody at a convention, and somebody was a character witness. I want to say Doug again because he's got the most tats. But Holly also has six. I'll go with... Uh, who are you going with? I'm going with Doug. I think Doug. You're going with Doug. I will... Yeah, same, Stephen. I'm like, what? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Who, did, did the uh, did the purse? Never mind. I, I'm gonna go with Rebecca. Doug knows all the tattoo models. Rebecca. Yeah. Ted Bundy, will you take a check for an whole change? Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> Don't cash it till Wednesday. Is that weird? Can you hold it for a week? Yeah. Ronald's going to write a whole short story collection. They're all going to start off Ted Bunny quotes. You have my permission. <laughs> so I think it's Doug. You think it's Rebecca? Yeah. Doug got another point. Nice. Yeah. So, Doug, you got to tell us this story. I, I'll be anybody's character witness. You need a character witness? <laughs> right here. I wasn't even there, but I'll be your character witness. <laughs> I'm a storyteller. I can just make it up on the fly. The best part of this, okay, so it was a horror fantasy science fiction convention, and this this poor this poor woman showed up outside, and she couldn't. She launched into a tirade about how she couldn't believe she came to the hotel the same time as all these these writers and fans <laughs> and filmmakers, and she just couldn't believe it. And um, you know, at first you're thinking, oh, she's excited she's there because she fit right in. I mean, she was covered in tattoos and she, you know, she looked amazing. She was beautiful. And of course, you know, I, but she was really angry about the fact that she was there. 
And so already there was a hostility and I'm not sure where that hostility was born, but she took a shine to me for some reason. And um, at some point she, she went away, we were outside talking and everything. She went away and the police showed up. It's like, I've never been to a, you know, normally, you know, you don't have to call the cops at these things, but the cops showed up in droves. And when I walked through, she was sitting, she was um, in a circular seating area and the cops were around her. And I just had to know, I just had to know. So I walk, I start walking toward her and I, you know, like what happened? And um, immediately the police told me to back off. No, they're doing their investigation. But she pointed at me and she said, no, he's okay. He's a writer. <laughs> the writer, you know, you, you expect, you know, you dream of the day that the writer credentials will get you something. And for me, it was a character <laughs> witness for a tattoo model. And that's what you do. You made it. I made it, man. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> what, is, what was she getting? What was she getting in trouble for? Do you remember? Did they she, tell you? She actually really she she assaulted somebody. I still have no <laughs> oh, idea. Right. Was so she was in the elevator <laughs> and she just apparently she got hungry. She got hungry. Twenty minutes with Rebecca <laughs> in the elevator and she was just trying to defend it herself. It happens. It happens. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca rules. She does. <laughs> she does. All right. Next up, I. I'm stuck on this one, too. I don't know. Who begged their parents to take a pet duck to the vet for surgery when an alligator bit its foot off in their backyard? I'm going with Rebecca with that. Well, I'm going Holly or, or Doug because they both live. They would have killed it and ate it. Those alligators are a real, they're real native to Massachusetts. I know. So I'm, that's, that's where I'm going with you. Yeah. It was a uh, rare one. He was on. He was traveling. <laughs> That is some Florida man stuff. Yeah. I want to go dug two times in a row. Are there, are there alligators in Texas? I don't know. Oh, yeah. 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 They're packing heat, right? They're packing heat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, towards I'll, the coast. I'm, uh, yeah. There are alligators. Yeah. It's, really? most, it's most likely Doug, though. I'm going to go with Doug. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Doug again, too. <clears throat> Doug. So I'm probably wrong. I bet it's Holly, but I'm sticking, I'm sticking with Doug. It'll be Rebecca, though. I know it will be. It was Holly. It was Holly. Dang it. So I had a I had a pet duck, and the alligator <laughs> ate its leg off. And my brother was beating the alligator with an oar from our little boat that we had. It was on, we had a uh, slough in our backyard, and which is like water. And so I, we took the. I begged my parents to take the duck to the vet. And the vet says he has to operate. My mom's like, we're not paying for a fucking <laughs> So I start crying. Like, I'm I'm young. And I learned early the... Um, <laughs> I learned early <laughs> the power of tears because the vet says, I'll do it for free. So nice. He, he operated on the duck. And the duck lived for like two more weeks. And the alligator got it for good. Oh no. It's all pointless. <laughs> I think the vet knew that the check was going to bounce, so he just offered to do it for free right. anyway. Did he have the, like, he already uh, saw your mugshot. Like he, he he knew your history. This was before. <laughs> you knew what was, was coming. The, yeah. What was the duck's name? Did it have a name? I don't remember. Maybe my, if my mom's still on, she may remember. I don't know the duck's name. I'm sure it had a name. Dinner. <laughs> so I will say, so alligators are native to where I live. 
I'm on the coast. Um, but this particular alligator was released. It was held as a pet in someone's, in our neighbor's bathtub. And when it got too big, he threw it in the slough. So their pet ate your pet. Yeah. Very rude. Very, very (laughs) rude. (laughs) Have you eaten alligator before? Yes. Um, I don't really care for it. It depends on which part you eat. I don't, the tail's very fatty. Um, I don't really like alligator. Doug, do you like alligator? It's it's okay. But, you know, Russell has a really good question. He wants to know if this is why you write horror. That's right. You're traumatized by the duck. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> oh, God, Russell. There's so many other stories about why I write horror. <laughs> this is why I learned that you should cry to get what you want. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> exactly. Look, if you cry, people will buy your books. <laughs> so, yes. I'm yeah, have you seen where people are like complaining on Twitter or social media that like, oh, I had this book signing and no one showed up. I did see one the other day. Yeah. And so like, really? yeah. And so like they're, they're getting offers from big publishing houses because they feel bad for them. And like, I bet they've never even had a, a signing. I bet it was made up. I'm going to try that when I'm ready <laughs> to release, release my book. Like, Hey, I was in New York city. <laughs> right. No, no, nobody no, came no. To on the see street me. corner. Nobody came to see me. <laughs> Ted Bundy, cry, you get what you want. I'm not Ted Bundy, Ronald. Uh, my mom said been, that did not have a name, so that's why I got eaten because you all didn't care. You didn't care enough about it to name it. So that's what we get. We should have named it. Right, we got three, four left. <laughs> Which author can bend their thumb back ninety degrees? That's awful. My son can do that. I hate that. <laughs> Which author can bend their thumb back 90 degrees, Jay? I'm going to say Rebecca. All right, I'll go with Rebecca. It's Rebecca. My son can do like do this and it pops his thumb out of joint. I can do that. Just on command. That's I hate that. It's awful. He'll come used, up to I me and just do it right to, in my face. In, in school, I used to tell people I could break my thumb and I would like hit it and pop it out. I didn't need to really hit it. I just want them to think I was doing it. And yeah, I, I, yeah that's how my teachers knew my parents by their first name. <laughs> Rebecca, Holly, Doug. So the chat is unsure as well. I think it's Rebecca. Jay, you think it's Rebecca too? Yeah, let's go with Rebecca. And it is Rebecca. Do you want to see? No, no. no, you don't. I do. I do. I do. You can show Jay. Good. Good. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. So um, I didn't know Ira of Rat before <laughs> I submitted uh, Shagging the Boss to Filthy Loot. And then um, when the proof came in, before sending it to me, the, the physical proof, he actually took a picture of it and he was holding it in his hand. And he as well, I'm just going to out him right now, can also <laughs> bend his thumb back. It's like a secret society. It was, and I was like... This is why we're friends now. So now we're friends because we can both. Like, Here, look. We'll, we'll, I think our... we can zoom in. So oh, like yuck. Yikes. No. No. That, is, that is the um, cover of okay, her. Okay, Holly, book. Holly, don't, don't shame me because we both can know. We both know what you can do with your elbows. <laughs> you pop your elbows out of the socket or twist Let's them say, or something? Just double jointed in my elbow. You want to, uh, I don't know if I can like do it. Show everybody. Okay. <clears throat> Can you see my, like, I don't know if you can see my arm. Oh, okay, yep. there you go. Yep. There we go. I can do like this, like, 
where you bend it and it's like does this, it, it doesn't show well yeah it doesn't show well because it doesn't like zoom out i don't know why my camera is so this is what our shows come to to get, to get <laughs> views and clicks that we're not even going to title it paper cuts we're going to say hey we, it's a circus weird, side show <laughs> weird anatomies that's... who is ted bundy yeah. <laughs> that's the totally the, the episode title who's ted bundy Jay, you're still beating me. I'm catching up, though. You got two more points than me. I have like seven points now. <laughs> you, got, you got six. I have seven, man. I mean, this this is serious stuff here. Who ran into Who ran into a tornado wearing only their underwear to save chickens? I'm gonna say not Rebecca. I feel like Massachusetts doesn't get very many tornadoes. We were actually hit with one right here <laughs> uh, in 2012. Speak uh, of the devil. <laughs> But just I don't think I don't think Florida Florida doesn't get many, do they? They get more hurricanes. And... I mean, Holly had a duck. She probably had chickens too. Like Texas gets <laughs> Texas gets tornadoes a lot. Right? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Holly. We yeah. only get tornadoes if they're part of a hurricane. Really, we don't get very often. I don't know. See, mm. my mom says Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald, Ronald's killing me in this. What's he say? I hope someone just swapped. <laughs> That's um, the thumbnail that we're going to show on Twitter. Just the. <laughs> who, who do you think, Jay? Who ran out in a tornado to save their chickens in their underwear? underwear. By the way, in their, in underwear. their underwear. That's in a, their underwear. That's a, that's a good caveat. Uh, I have a question, Rebecca. Doug. Did you grow up in Florida? I did. Yeah. Holly, did you grow up in Texas? Right. Yes. Mm. Rebecca, you uh, were in um, West Virginia, right? I don't know. No. <laughs> just I know. What? This is a random state you just picked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Holly. I'm sure Re Rebecca. <clears throat> Your mom is not wanting to admit to that one. If that's you, <laughs> Ronald's drunk. <laughs> Same, Ronald. Same. <laughs> it's safe to come back, Stephen, if you're listening. <laughs> the weird anatomy's over. Tornado <laughs> equals Texas. It's Holly. So who who's running out to get chickens in the tornado? In their uh, underwear. In their underwear. In their underwear. In their underwear. In their underwear. I'm a hero. Uh, hero. <laughs> that was dinner. Not all heroes wear capes or clothing. <laughs> or clothing. <laughs> So did you save the chickens at least? Did I you, saved the you... chickens. I saved the goddamn chickens. <laughs> and yep, they're still here. The panther got them later, but you know, not the panther, but the bobcat. <laughs> but, panther, I, well, I say that, and we do have occasional tornadoes in Florida. Do you? And okay. I picked up my phone just in time for my wife to be texting me. I was asleep saying tornado exclamation mark chickens exclamation mark. And sure enough, it was outside. It was it was scary. But man, chickens would have flew. It would have been like those chickens are important, <laughs> right? Covered in feathers, and you know, Doug's that's a superhero. That's am, that's a, that's right, Ryan. That's another thing, just for the OnlyFans. The video of <laughs> Doug running out, save chickens of the tornado. Maybe you can reenact right. it. So. 
that's not that's the hero we need not the hero or the hero we deserve not the not the hero the we want i think it's the yeah. hero we deserve not the one we want yeah <laughs> i am florida man yep <laughs> now this one i don't know what's going on with this question who shot the president of argentina I don't know if they're being literal with this question. Surely not, or they would have been arrested for more than just bouncing a bad check. <laughs> Who shot the president of Argentina? I feel like this has to be a trick question somehow. It could be Rebecca because she's got the gun license, right? But I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go with Holly because she's a photographer. Maybe that oh, kind of that shot. makes sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off you, Jay. That's good. You just want Still, my point. answer. I do want your point. You're smarter than me, Jay. I know. Go ahead. Steven said, is it dangerous to be a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Holly took a photo. That makes sense. So I think, yeah, I'm going to agree with Jay. Holly oh, shot it. Holly shot it. Um, I was reading those. I was like, who, no one shot the president. What is going on here? Well, it sounds way more dramatic. Okay. Um, uh, Mauricio Macri, he's no longer the president of Argentina, but my day job, I'm the photographer for a global chemical company mm -hmm. and he came to visit for reasons i can't say but um what's interesting is he's really good looking and make them different in argentina but he had a you hear that ryan <laughs> he had a body this is what's funny he had a body double that no one felt the need to tell the photographer who was who <laughs> i shot the wrong person for 20 minutes and the, the body double didn't say nothing? No. Well, they were very close together. Okay. The, there were, the only difference was one had a specific pin on their lapel that the other one did not. They had everything the same from shoes to belt to everything. It was <laughs> Ronald. Ted Bundy, he's no longer the president because I shot him. Like, I, I get to shoot a lot of cool stuff, but that may be the cool, like, for me, the, the thing that I was the most excited to do. And my public affairs had called me off of the job I was doing, and they tended to do that a lot. So I, it irritated me. I said, no, you know what? No. This, these people that I'm doing right now have had this booked for six months. You are not more important. And they're like, no, really, Holly. Like, you have to leave and come <laughs> do this. I'm like, this is bullshit. I was mad. And then I get there, and they're like, okay, it's the president of Argentina. And so you're like, like, damn, he's oh, hot. He's I'm out of this. <laughs> Maybe he's more important. And, and the those, that he was those, not, those right. pictures are still around your house in frames. You know, I keep meaning to frame it for my office at work, and I just haven't yet. Now I know why they're mannequins in the house. She puts the picture of the face on the mannequin, and never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Too far. We got we got one last question. Jay, I can't win. You you're two points ahead of me. So yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, this is the last one. Despite being married three times, their current spouse is their high school sweetheart. <laughs> We're just crickets. We're like... <laughs> Despite being married three times, their current spouse is their high school sweetheart. Hmm. Steven thinks it's Doug. Three times? That's a lot of times. <laughs> Who do you think, Jay? Uh, let's start over. Hey, Chad. Chad we, Chad, we talked about you earlier in your cannibalism. 
We did. Chad Lutsky is a can of, I, I got to stop that. It's been, what, two years now? He's, he hates your guts. <laughs> I don't think what? he hates my guts. That's the nicest. Chad and I, we're, we're buddies. We're, we are up there. Yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> you keep the I don't know. Night I don't know. I don't keep the, the president of Argentina's picture in my nightstand. Fucking Ryan. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Rebecca. I don't know why. Yeah, let's go with Rebecca. You think it's Rebecca too? My husband is a lot younger than me. I think he was probably in <laughs> junior high or possibly <laughs> elementary school. I'm going with Doug. High school. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we switch our answers? Yeah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Doug. He's that one doesn't count for you, Jay. You don't get to. No, I said it. Want, I said it before we raised it. I play back. You want you won anyway. It's over. I know. Doug, your high school sweetheart, years and years. I am. She just ran outside. Actually, I think in a tornado. In a tornado to save the chickens. So did you all? Did you all keep in contact while you were married, or no, just we, reconnect we after? We didn't. It was fate. Fate nice. brought us back together. And you know how the the stars align and you know things rise from the sea and i i was i was the island that rose in her sea wrote returned <laughs> under the right stars so you returned to her she, made her life better right she came she came I, back I, to town we've all seen this it's a lifetime uh hallmark <laughs> movie that's what everybody you know, says everybody one, one person never left the other one you know the the sports Every, life didn't work right? out for them they came back to help their family movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think it definitely w worked out better for me. Um, she, she, you know, I'm she's the she's the beautiful one in the relationship. So, you know, fourth times the charm. Yeah, <laughs> three times the charm. Yeah, she three just times. yeah three times. That was a fun game, Jay. We me and you never get to play the games like that. That was good. Jay wins. Jay had eight points. I had five. Wow. I do all I do all the hard work and Jay wins the games. And you had the list beforehand and he did not. So <laughs> he did not. I, I knew nothing about the game. He looked it up on the internet, I'm telling you. Yeah. It didn't help Google. him. <laughs> I know my people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to address something. Ryan said Holly is way older than me. I'm like four <laughs> years older. That's it. That's it. Ouch. I know. What a jerk. He's lucky he's, he's cute. He's just reciprocating because you've been hitting on the president of Argentina. I was, I was, when he gets when he gets home, when he gets home, his gift is going to be like a mask of the president of Argentina. <laughs> Former president fill, of Argentina. Yeah, you can, fill in, you can fill in the blanks after that. So, <laughs> so Brad, you want to show that cover again? Since that was the real reason we were here tonight. <laughs> yeah, we'll. Be <laughs> 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 Three food shortage, horror novellas. Last Slaughter by Douglas Ford, Cat Food by Holly Ray Garcia, and Rock of Ages by Rebecca Rowland. This is where Rebecca and I will start doing a duet of Rock of Ages. Can you <laughs> yes. do the? Can you do the opening? Can you do the? Uh, the 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 uh, German part in the beginning. Do it. Is that German? I think it is. I think I, I think <laughs> it's I think it's Mutt Lang doing a countdown, but then he made a gibberish. Basically, can I make this yeah. full screen? 
Oh, there we go. Took us away. No one needs to see us. So pretty. It's a good looking cover. It is. I like the color palette. I like the the black and the darker greens and blues. Thank you. <clears throat> so was this, you said you did the cover. Was there other alterations or was this kind of what you started out with and how it ended up? Oh, God. There were so many. Um, so many. I think the file has like 30 something different <laughs> It's ridiculous. What's funny is I was showing it to my friend who, who helped with the blood part. And uh, we were going to go totally with a different one. And I said, you know what? This one I've really liked since the beginning, but I'm like, eh, about. And he said, that's it. That's the cover. Like, it's perfect. So did you show it to Rebecca and Doug and get their approval first? Or you're like, no, nah, this is my of book. I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> of course I did. Um, I showed them the full wrap to just today, actually. Um, okay. I love the back uh, cover, too. It says the kitchen is now closed. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it has the uh, quote from Bev Vincent, the uh, listing of each story by each person. Um, I should have sent that to you, but I didn't. I'm sorry. That's okay. So um, how did you get a blurb from Doug or from Bev? Did you reach out to him? I did. How did that happen? So Bev lives in Houston. And uh, which, so I live south of Houston, not Galveston. Everyone thinks that. Um directly south um and so it's about 45 minutes to downtown houston from me so i reached i was trying to reach out to local authors who would have a stake sort of in the in this being you know towards houston food bank and bev vincent is a he's sort of a one of my heroes in the horror industry right and he said yes he would read it he would blurb it and he got it back to me really quickly and it's really nice really nice of him it was real cool. Let me, yeah. I, I think I've got his blurb. Let me see if I can read it for everybody real quick. Let's see. It was on one of your uh, graphics, I thought. Or somebody yeah, says that. Being constantly hungry can make a person desperate. These three authors explore what horror could transpire in a society where everyone is hungry all the time. An all too real possibility given the climate crisis the world is grappling with. That's a good, that's a good blurb. And there's a second part of that um, that talks about the Houston Food Bank specifically that I couldn't put on the cover because it mentioned the, the food bank specifically. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, the whole thing, he said I could use it in parts or as a whole, but very happy that he did that. What other, uh, aside from this and social media and all that stuff, are you doing any like localized advertising for this book? So people know if they have interaction, you know, hey, yeah, selling it locally, this goes to something that the proceeds stay locally. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Well, because of the food bank's restrictions on using their name, I can't really do a lot um, okay. with their name in it. And saying a local food bank just seems sort of. Yeah. I don't know. But so, no, I don't have any plans for anything local. Um I am going to the Texas Author Con um, this summer, so hoping to have copies of that. Rebecca will be there, um, and then I'm going to Killer Con a month after that, which is also in Texas. Um, but I'm going as a guest there, not so I won't have copies. But not, no, not really plans to do anything local aside from that. You can take copies, just keep them in your trunk, like you know Ted Bundy would do, and pull, lure people out of the car. <laughs> 
pretty much. Ronald's yeah, passed out already. He missed his. Yeah, missed Ronald, that Ronald's passed, Ronald's passed out. out. Yeah. He missed his opportunity on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it Ted Bundy that did the like limp and needed help doing stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Broken arm. Yeah. Did he also try to get people to like fix his car? Was that him too? Like he acted like his car was broke down, or is that somebody else? I don't know. Um, I don't know. They all blend uh, together. What would you? What would you maybe that. I promise I'm not a serial killer, Ronald. Lame. Ronald didn't like mine as much as as his own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that has um, mannequins and and and. Yeah, you know, and they would you, skin people, and they yeah, know, they put the clothes use, use on the, the skin from those people for the mannequins. Oh, that's that not Dean, right? <laughs> so while we're winding down, does everybody want to go around again? Just tell everybody if people are now tuning in, what their story's about a little bit, without giving too much away. Yeah, Chad's here. Let them know. We got to yeah, start over. Chad, we got to start over since Chad's here. <laughs> Holly, we'll yeah. start with you up at the top. We'll start with you. Yeah. Um, my story is called Cat Food, and it's um, again what I felt like has been a long-term thing of a waste of a food source with euthanized cats and dogs. <laughs> um, and in the story, there is a virus that has affected the meat supply. Um, almost every animal except cats and dogs. It hadn't jumped yet to that, um, but of course, in the story, it jumps and. Um, know things happen when you get affected when a human gets affected by this virus Mm -hmm. so that's the i don't want to say anymore giving it away don't give it away don't give away the really gross parts (laughs) no that was you couldn't have picked a worse thing to put in that story like nothing bothers me except the one thing you put in there i love it that's a great compliment it is (laughs) or is it (laughs) doug what about you what's your story about so the the last slaughter is about a town where one person seems to control everything. His name is Pinky Atherton. He controls the slaughterhouses, and his malfeasance leads to a family drama where we see revealed the source of Pinky Pinky Randall's power, what it is, what he has kept hidden from the rest of the town. Rebecca, That's what pretty- about you? Um, excuse me. Um, I don't remember what I wrote for my, for my summary. So I'm trying, let me remember what the story is about. So it's about uh, four college students who are sharing an apartment and uh, in a nice cozy corner of Massachusetts. And then all of a sudden in America, a fungus starts wiping out the grain supply and thereby uh, wiping out most of the food supply. And uh, what happens when you're trapped with your three friends and you're hungry? After I read yours, I was downstairs just, and I started looking at the ingredients for everything. It was like, oh crap, this has wheat in it. Can't eat that. Oh, this has flour in it. I wouldn't be able to eat that either. Yeah. I will say that we, all three of us steered away a little bit from cannibalism. There is one instance in one of the stories that's sort of an aside. It's on a main because mm-hmm. Rebecca's, amazing anthology american cannibal came out this year um in march um and we're we're all in it um it's amazing i don't know if you've read it yet brad or jay yeah. jay has just got a review up on the, the it's website super, for it. super cool 
So there's not a lot of cannibalism in it, in this one. Doug, I did want to ask Touch. you without without giving, without trying to spoil your story. Did you do any specific research for kind of what the main thing is? Is that a real thing, or just make that up? Um, a, a little bit. There's a um, there's a few references in the story that that come about quickly, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to color in all the space. I want to leave a little bit to the imagination about that. Okay. But I did do some research about that certain thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, there's a certain thing in Doug's story. We're being really vague. <laughs> <laughs> so Holly, it was Holly, a cool, Holly, a cool certain the, thing. Holly, you're working on getting the, the, the pre-sales up for this? Thing? Yes. Uh, hoping to have that in the next week or so. Um, okay. I'm still waiting on one more thing. I didn't want to upload it yet. But... It'll be soon, very soon. So that's something our listeners and our viewers can uh, look out for the pre-sale for this, hopefully next week or so. And the official date is in June, correct? June 2nd. June 2nd. June 2nd. Uh, so you guys can mark your calendars and get ready for that, for that release, for that particular one. And of course, you know, through the world of uh, social media, I'm sure Holly, Rebecca, and Doug will be promoting it. Brad and I are promoted too when we get closer to it and then, you know, along with this video cover of that book everywhere. So there you have it. Right. There you go. Oh. It was a good book. I really, and for people just turning in, it, even though the stories are all themed around the same thing, the food shortage, each story felt different. And they didn't feel like you were reading the same story three times in a row. They all did right. a great job of making them feel individual, you know, to their own styles and whatnot. It was good. It was a good collection. Holly, you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we can't and thank Rebecca, you guys enough. And thank you. You all did a great job of writing your stories, yes. not just thinking. Holly. <laughs> well, Holly, Holly pulled it all together. Yeah, it's, this is this is Holly's baby for sure. Mm -hmm. and we can't it's thank you enough for like choosing us to help reveal and talk about this and get it out there. I mean, it's always an honor when someone wants to do a book launch with us or a cover reveal with us because it mm -hmm. makes us feel all mushy inside. So we really when the queen that. comes reaches out to the peasants, <laughs> exactly. you feel so good. <laughs> Yeah. You gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> but like Jay said, to echo Jay, we do really appreciate when people reach out to us for things, things kind of things. You know, release parties or cover reveals makes us feel special, doesn't it, Jay? Well, All mushy. All I mushy. will say to, to anyone listening, um, I have severe like stage. I know this isn't really a stage of fright. And and Brad and Jay, I've I've done a few things with them. They've always made it very comfortable. Um so definitely, definitely tune into them. Subscribe, follow, all their stuff. The queen has spoken, guys. You must listen. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be our new tag for any time we advertise just paper cuts. The queen says, follow us. Queen says, Thank follow you us. so much. <laughs> she ought to change her Twitter name to the queen now. Okay, but you have to say why you're saying that. You're the queen because your episode is by far the most viewed episode we've ever had. And I think it is on my channel too. By like, like a thousand. My, my channel, years. my channel is like the second run channel. Like we just get, we do everything on Brad's channel, his YouTube channel, because he's got the bigger audience. And then I put stuff got like on four mine more too. subscribers than Jay. It just, yeah, really. And I just, I just put it on mine just to get another set of eyes on it. And I think it's probably the highest on my channel too. So on two different channels, you get the highest. And again, my enormous family has a lot to do. <laughs> but it counts. It's it's close to like 2,000. I think Brian Boyer's number two, and he's around 1,000 or so. So um, you're like, you're like doubled up. Brian's great. Yeah, he really is. He's great. Yeah. So, do you have any closing statements or anything you want to say about the anthology before we wrap up? 
It's <laughs> it's going to a good cause. Food buy bank. It. It's going buy to, it. It's going to a great cause. Good. I'm I'm proud to be in it. Rebecca's face is covered up, by the way, with the area. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> hey, Rebecca, how long have you been here? <laughs> She's just um, ready to belt out the side once we close. No, I just want to let you know, like, like Holly, it takes me a year to do an anthology from start to finish. Holly, can, she put this together, and it's gorgeous, mm -hmm. and it's, I, I can't say enough about Holly and she did it in half the time that I would have been able to do. So thank you, Holly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Holly. You. It looks great. Thank you. Can we expect another collaboration between you three in the future? Always. It's already, already signed. We, we, we... Table, table for three, the <laughs> yeah. sequel. Table, table for four and then five. Yeah, table for four. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ryan can get his act together and be in the sequel. Just tell him, get your act together, right? <laughs> would it have been Table for Four if he would have, if he would have contributed? Yes, the original title was Table for Four. Gotcha. No, they're just gonna call it Table for Three and just have four people in it, Jay. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, just the to screw people's count. mind, you know. I would have done something like that, but okay. All right, that's it. Everyone in the chat, thanks so much for stopping by. I really appreciate you guys joining us. Holly, Rebecca, <laughs> Doug. Someone didn't make it. The table for two. The aftermath. <laughs> yeah. Someone got. Yeah. Be like, you know. Someone got in the elevator with Rebecca, and they didn't make it out. It was dinner Doing time. Dishes. What can I tell you? Yeah. Then table for one, and then just like the waiting room. Just the waiting. Room. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, That's it. it, Jay. Just go close. <laughs> I'm done. Everyone, thanks so much for stopping Thank by. Thank Another uh, great. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm, I'm just thinking of uh, a scene <laughs> in Rebecca's story that. Uh, this is the perfect. Yeah. Comment to go out on Jay. Shirt said the fuck well, ass. That's it. That's it. That's the way. The cookie, <laughs> cookie crumbles. crumbles. See ya. That is the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you. you.